Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. I hope you're having a most excellent Thanksgiving break and weekend. And we're just glad you're here to enjoy some fun Disney talk with us today. Ricky and Scott joined me and we kind of piggyback on the news from last Sunday night that Bob Iger's back, Bob Chapek's out. And we propose that we are named the CEO of Guest Experiences for the theme parks by Iger. And what three things will we do immediately to affect the guest experiences at the theme parks and resorts in a positive fashion that would not affect revenue? So we talk about that on today's show. How would you make those changes? What would you put in place right now to make the best of the guest experiences down at Walt Disney World? So here are our thoughts on today's show. As always, we're brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today. Over at themagicforless.com, please use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this busy holiday season. That really does help us out with everything we do throughout the year. Just bookmark it and use it as often as you can. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. You guys make all these shows possible, and we are so sincerely thankful for your support. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you, and you can get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2196 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Black Friday to you, which does that even exist anymore here in 2022? I think it's been Black November. All the sales have been going on since, I don't know, before Halloween. So if you are doing that cyber shopping Today, good luck. And remember, we've said this for years. Throwing elbows is totally legal for today only. So if you got to throw them, throw them as you need them. And uh, get that big TV as you as you have to have it. So have a good time out there. Take us along with you. So easy to take the podcast. Just go to BeOurGuestPodcast.com on any browser. You can listen right there or download on your favorite app. But you know that because if you're hearing us, you're already listening. So who am I talking to? I have no idea who I'm talking to are my two buds and we're gonna have a good time talking disney today so join me today he's down at walt disney world right now celebrating his good fortunes as we all are here in 2022 it's my good friend scotty g down in walt disney world what's up scott happy friday mike you know it's like i knew this was gonna happen when i booked my park reservation ahead of time today i am at epcot and i'm testing out the new guardians of the galaxy christmas playlist yes wait to see what christmas song i'm going to get or a holiday song that i'm going to get on guardians of the galaxy i'm so excited and one other thing i just want to throw out there mike for the listeners if you're following me and ricky while we're both down there make sure you give me more likes on instagram all right help a guy thank you thank you yeah that's good that's good scott it's one thing all I want for Christmas <laughs> is you. You know it's gonna. Wait, be a song. Wait, wait, what song? What quick? What song are they gonna? Because they haven't announced that's any it, songs. Dude, that's it. That's it. That's gotta I be the song, right? I think it's it's. I think it's its own song. Yeah. A so Guardians of the Galaxy themed holiday I, song. That I think that's what I think I've heard. So. I think yes. I heard that too. But you know, like yeah. it would be, it would be the Christmas version of Rick rolling people if every car, every 
every person until New Year's Day just got Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. Or Wham, Last Christmas. That'd be awesome. No, be all awesome. Of, yeah, I would I, love to get some Wham. Yeah, I know, yeah. seriously. I just want some Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful yeah. time of the year. That's what I want. No, they, they troll everybody. They just play Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas, every car, every time, till New Year's. Like people would just, well, we'll know today. We yeah. will know today what's you, happening. Okay, we're going to like it, too, on Instagram and Twitter for yeah. you. Give so. me more likes than Ricky. <laughs> There we go. The well, I can't ride it right now, so you're gonna beat me anyway. I meant overall so. for the whole weekend. It's gonna be a oh, competitive. Okay, got it's it, gonna be a it, contest, Ricky. You can give. Oh, me okay, legs. okay, got it. Now I understand. It's the second biggest Thanksgiving tradition besides Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown. It's the competition yes. between likes between Scott and Ricky. Joining us, there she's also go. at Walt Disney World right now. You can like her stuff as well on socials. Ricky, happy Thanksgiving. What's up? Happy Thanksgiving, and I would like to officially announce because I actually saw it in the uh, chat, and I remember. Thanks, Betsy. Yeah, because we totally forgot Thanks, that on Wednesday. Betsy. I forgot it on Wednesday. Uh, we are doing the VRS podcast ornament and Christmas card holiday card exchange. Um, Michelle will be once again running the ornament exchange. This is the 14th year. 14 years we've been doing that. That is crazy. crazy. I, we're keeping Hallmark in business. I know, right? Um, so Michelle is going to run the ornament exchange. I, this year, I'm going to run the Christmas card exchange. Taking over from Flo. Florida, yeah. Florida, Florida's had about this year. So uh, she's going to be, you know, on a cruise, I think, or something for like 14 days. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel sorry for you. So, you know, that sounds amazing. But uh, I'll do that too. I'm taking over. So uh, I'll have all the information. All the information should be out already on the BRS podcast. Uh, Facebook page, Instagram page, all those things. So just go and make sure you look out for that. And uh, the deadline to sign up, by the way, will be on December 1st uh, for uh, both of those. So um, like I said, go search out the um, post on the Facebook page, Instagram page, wherever, so you can get all the details of where to send your MP to participate. Um, but yeah, uh, the deadline for that is December 1st for both. So just a heads up. And at this point, it's crazy. I mean, when I look at my Christmas tree every year, I mean, because we've been doing this for, you know, 14 years. Like, I have so, because I put these up every year. And like this, you know, this ornament is from Colorado. This ornament is from Texas. This ornament is from George for the, that was in Hawaii at the time. You know, this one, you know, Michelle, who's, who's doing the exchange, like one of the years was my person. And like, I got Santa riding a space shuttle, you know, like, it's like every year, I mean, half, more than half of my tree at this point. Actually, I have a second tree now downstairs that I put most of my ornaments on. It's so cool. I love it. And Mallory, same yep. kids, you know, just throw it out there. The kids yeah. love exchanging with each other. So if you have kids, like you could, you know, have your kid exchange with another listener's kid and they get a huge. Kid exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I haven't done the exchange in several years and I'm going to commit right now. I am doing the exchange right here. All right. There we go. Dude, who who, who doesn't want to get a Detroit line for their tree? I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Michigan State Spartan. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Heisman or something. <laughs> no, you get to say what you like. All right. So. Today, uh, let's start. So um, exciting times. Uh, obviously, we had a little news uh, earlier this week. Uh, weird time to break it. You know, it's Thanksgiving week. It was a Monday night when the news broke. I mean, right before. Well, it was time. Sunday night. Oh, Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yeah, Sunday night. You're right. It was Sunday yeah. night because I was watching football. It wasn't Monday night football. Sunday night football. And it was a terrible game, I think. It was Chargers and the – that was a pretty decent game. It was Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, so – it was the funniest thing that we kind of talked about this on Wednesday. Everybody that swore off Twitter 
came racing back on the platform. And I mean, my Twitter blew up. I mean, because, you know, hashtag dis Twitter, nuts. I mean, insanity. Yeah. And it was crazy because the funniest thing about Disney Twitter, and the thing is, like, we're really positive on our show, and I love that about our community. Nobody really trolls each other ever. We have a Discord that's kind of gone quiet because I just had to stop doing, like, I was getting consumed with work and running and, you know, just social media in general. I had to give up. So Discord, I kind of let go, but I'm trying to bring that back around too. But the thing is, like, in a lot of communities, there's like trolls, right? There's people that just that yes. are opinionated and just get on each other. We don't have a whole lot of that. And we're so blessed because of that. But the thing is, like when this news broke, there's very few things in our country and in the world at this point where <laughs> almost everybody to a person rallies to one side. I like, they could unite us all. In our country lately, like if there was a seesaw, it's usually, you know, it, it, like both feet are off the ground because like it's half and half. Like half the people are on that side of the seesaw, half the people are on this, and it goes back and forth in the two sides. All they're trying to do is have everybody jump off at the same time so the other side's butt hits the ground and it hurts, right? I mean, if yes. you're if you're that person on the playground that got joy out of that, I'm going to jump off real quick because of my buddy's butt. Boom, slams into the ground. That's kind of where we are as a society. It, that did not happen last night, or, you know, is, is that happened earlier this week. Everybody was excited for this change. And, you know, I'm one of the, and I said this on Wednesday, I'm kind of a wait and see kind of guy. I don't think things are going to immediately happen, but I think change was needed for a morale, at least for morale, yes. at least because, you know, just the, 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 the story, like the, the, the timeline, like everything was negative. Like, I mean, you know, we try to keep things positive, but it's hard. Like it's been hard to keep things positive with, you know, this announcement and this announcement and everybody, I mean, the joke on Lennon in, in, in I also know the podcast, Lennon Jim show. I mean, Len had, had sworn a couple months ago that every story that broke, he was going to give a positive spin to it. And it, it's so yeah. funny because, you know, it's hard. <laughs> like it yeah. was, it was hard, it, but you know, I, I think that sometimes you just, you know, I'm a very sports centered guy and sometimes, you know, you can't fire the team, but sometimes you got to fire the manager just because you need a change. Well, the Shapec and you know, I'm not a business guy, so I don't know exactly everything. I don't think he was the best guy for the job, but I also don't know his role. He could have been doing the best he could have. I don't know. But the thing is, sometimes things are just going in the wrong direction and you have to make a change. And that happens in baseball. It happens in hockey. It happens in business. So I'm excited. You know, people like Tiger. Some people, you know, most people, I think. And so we'll see what happens. So we kind of talked about, we gave a little thoughts on Wednesday. But today, the, what we're going to propose, just to kind of have some fun, it's Black Friday. And, you know, you may or may not be listening. You're probably out watching football or having fun with your family, which is great. But when you listen to this show, we're going to propose that Bob Iger, you know, he's going to come in on our, on our screens here. Like in the Golden Mickeys, if you've ever been on the Disney Cruise Line ship, and he's going to talk to us like, what's that? What's that character's name in the Golden Mickeys? Uh, oh God, what's her name? She she gets she's uh, in her Disney Cruise Line. Uh, I haven't seen the Golden suit. Mickeys in a long time. Oh, so. it, it, it's like something. It, it rhymes. It's got like alliteration. Oh. It's like gypsum gypsum or something like that. I just saw it like a few months ago. I can't. Yeah, it's that. like uh, gypsum gypsum or something. It's like something that's really easy to remember. Yeah, anyway. 
She's up on the stage and she's nervous because now she's got to be the presenter in the Golden Mickeys. Bob Iger all of a sudden pops on the screen in the Walt Disney Theater and like says, look, you can do this. You know, you've got it inside you to host the Golden Mickeys. And she believes in herself and it all, you know, it's Disney. Like Bob Iger brings that goodness. So all of a sudden today, you were at work, Ricky. Scott, you were at work up in Lansing. Ricky, you're working down in Atlanta. I'm sitting here in the office in, you know, St. Peter's, Missouri. Boom, on my second monitor, Bob Iger pops in. I'm back, buddy. Did you hear the news? I'm like, yeah, I did hear the news. It was all over Twitter. He's like, yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? I was like, yeah, I read your book last year. Anyway, he's like, so tell Ricky and Scott, I'm naming you guys the CEO of guest experiences of the theme parks. He's like, don't get crazy. You're not allowed to cut anything that dives into our revenue. We're still about making money. I'm like, Bob, I get it. You got to make money. I'm like, I, I understand. But he's like, here, but I'm going to give you, it's like, I'm, I'm almost like he was a little blue and I'm talking like his skin was kind of blue. He's like, I'm almost like the genie. He's like, I'm giving you three things you get to do immediately to make the guest experience better down at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, on the cruise line, whatever. You just want to, you are speaking for the fans. You get to bring stuff back that the fans would like, Disney theme park fans. What do you do? So I'm going to throw it to Scott first. Scott, immediately you get to make a change to net positive theme park guest experience. What? Because you're there right now. What would you do to affect your trip yeah. right now? So, Mike, this is interesting. And you keep saying theme parks, and I tie resorts to this. Yeah, resorts. Yeah, yeah, resorts, yeah. theme parks. Yeah, okay. even cruise line. Yeah. So this is long overdue. Okay. You know, people decide where they want to stay for a Walt Disney vacation. A lot of times they've been staying off property because they can go to the Marriott and get you know, some type of rewards program for their stays at those Marriott resorts. I want to bring some type of reward system for staying at, well, I want a point system. If I stay at the contemporary for six nights, I want I don't even know what it looks like, but I want to get some kind of points so that maybe I can cash that in for a Mickey bar someday or whatever. It doesn't have to be like free nights necessarily. Just I'm a value customer who's staying on your property. So that's what we're going to implement, Mike. We're going to put a reward system for staying on site where you get these point systems for you know, you can redeem them for gift cards, kind of like what they do with the Chase Visa. You know, you just get some type of redemption point system for staying on site. That was the parallel. I was going to say Disney Visa does this with all these purchases. You know, you get 3% for gas, you know, this much for groceries, this much on Disney purchases. Yes. I mean, again, and actually Iger did say this in one of his uh, interviews that he was doing the PR circuit. One of the things he did say about Chapek is why would you alienate your annual Yes, they come back yeah. year after year. You know, they come back multiple times in a year. Like that was one of the reasons he said Chapek wasn't doing his job well. And that is well, exactly you know, when, when you basically get called, you know, undesirables. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, they just they didn't make you feel very welcome uh, as an annual pass holder. That's for sure. And so, I know uh, we don't spend the most money because, like I've you know, I've talked about this past. I stay at Pop Century. Uh, I'm not buying tickets at Revenue Buy Magic Away tickets. However. I also evangelize the product, you know, and I do spend, I come, you know, I only come and I stay at Pop Century, but I come three, four, five, six times a year, you know, and then I went to Disneyland and bought tickets and then I went on and we're taking a, you know, we have like 150 of us going on the Disney wish. I mean, yeah. and I'm doing yeah. a podcast. I spend every, a lot of money talking about your company. You, I, you should be paying And every me. big hotel chain does this reward system. Yes, like, I just don't understand you. why Disney can't do something similar 
because I know I'm, I personally know friends that will not stay on property and go to the Marriott because they can get the rewards back. You know, like yeah, it's, it's just I think it's I mean, it's not going to cost them money, maybe like in the long run, like, oh, yeah, they could have paid for one extra night or paid yeah. for whatever. But I think this is going to bring your dedicated fans very happy, a guest experience that is much needed. No, but when you, I'm bringing that back as president of parks and that's right. whatever this is. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, like, you're going to look at your account, like your rewards account, your Disney rewards yeah. account and say, "Ooh, I have enough for like two nights at Walt Disney World. Guess what? You're probably not going to stay two nights. You're probably going to go down for four. Exactly. Right. And then you're going to you're going to buy a lightning lane. You know, you're going to buy Genie yep. Plus. You, they're going to get so much revenue out of this. You know, it's like, dude, it's so easy. And you're happy because you're like, dude, I just got two free nights. Exactly. Yeah. But you're going to spend the bucks. Good call. All right. I, you're OK. Get your nameplate. Your CEO. You, you've, you've already you've already earned the title. You got two more wishes still coming. All right, Ricky, give us your first. I mean, I think they, the big thing that they need to do is to, um, again, kind of going back with the annual pass thing is they need to making new passes available for guests to purchase again and not have you guess, you know, not have it be like when the mad, the um, magic key just happened a couple days ago, you know, where it was available for one day and then sold out. And then you don't have a choice, a chance to get it again, you know, and you don't know when it's going to come back. And like that really makes people anxious and uneasy. And, you know, maybe they didn't have the money to buy that, that magic key that, that day, but they were hoping, oh, I can buy it soon. You know what I'm saying? Which I, I know is what happened to a lot of people with, you know, the annual pass holders uh, uh, with the before they shut it down for Walt Disney World. You know, a lot of people were saying, oh, oh, great. Annual passes are back. You know, I can I can buy it in a couple of months when I have my trip and then bam, just closed for no reason again, you know, or no reason that we know of, you know. So I think by adding in the ability to purchase annual passes uh, one that gives disney a revenue stream because again they are making money by people actually buying the annual pass i mean i know you said that you know you don't think that annual passes spend a lot of money but i have to say when i go down i spend more money than i would have probably if i was you know definitely from when i was going with brian in the beginning of our relationship and you know we were just staying at pop century we we're staying for a week and you know, we were trying to do whatever we could to, to, to get there. Like, I know now I'm spending way more money in that, that like, in the, the three-day weekend that I'm down there now than I was when I was just on a week-long vacation. The only difference is, uh, is of course, I'm not staying on property. Um, but, you know, other than that, like, I'm spending a ton of more money on food, a ton more money on souvenirs, a ton more, you know, like, a ton more money on the extras. Like, you know, Mickey's very merry or Mickey's not so scary or... You know, I before I knew that I was pregnant, I bought tickets to the the Typhoon Lagoon H2O Glow Nights. You know, like so, like I I spend my money. It's just not necessarily on the same things that people who are coming from out of town are spending their money on. So I'm still spending the same amount of money. It's just going in different places. So um, bringing back the annual pass is going to be a huge thing, and I think it's a no-brainer. It's an easy thing to do, and it allows Disney to start actually getting revenue in, which again is part of why i think a lot of these changes are happening in the first place i like it i like it because again people want that and i mean the price yeah. of the ap is so expensive i mean you just if it's a capacity issue you just regulate it through the price i mean if you have to make it expensive you just have to oh make God, it hurt. please I don't mean, say that but yeah. yes i get what I mean, you're that, saying yeah, that's yeah. how it works i mean that's you know if you're, know. If you're, if you're selling 10 trillion of them you just got to raise the price so you don't sell 10 trillion of them you know if there's so, so yeah. here mine kind of goes with that and it's what Len's saying. And it's the one response I got on social media the most last night when I posed this question. 
immediately theme park reservations are gone. That is the biggest nightmare headache. We did this for decades without theme park reservations. I know it leads to optimal staffing. I don't care. You know what? Like, I I do not care. Like, I I don't care if you're optimal staffing your parks. Like, if you have to have too many cast members on, you know, September 12th and there's a couple hanging out, that's how every business works. You know what? You look at historical trends and you you schedule to what you think you're going to need. You have to cut some people. You know, like if, if it's super slow, you know, that department, you know, Ventureland, you cut some people early. I mean, it's, just, yeah. it's not that hard. Like going to Walt Disney World right now is difficult. I mean, it is. It I mean, is. This is my job, right? I help people with this every day. And I mean, this is job security for me, but it's like so like you shouldn't have to think that hard. Like if where, where do I want to be on December 17th? Like what yes. part? You know, like. I just want to be able to, I mean, it, it, it so bloggles my mind that it seemed like it was so long ago that you could walk out of Coronado Springs. We talked about this on Wednesday. I guess it was staying at Coronado. You know, back in the day, and it wasn't that long ago, you could walk out of the Casitas, just walk to your bus stop, and just like whatever bus shows up, you just go there and have a good time that day. Like I did that so yeah. many times. Like, oh, well, the Epcot bus is here. I'm just going to go to Epcot, you know, and ride some rides. <laughs> And, I and there have been times day. where I thought, oh, hey, I want to spend my day at this park, you know, a couple days ahead of, a, a, you know, when I was able to make park reservations. And then when I get there down that, that day, I'm like, you know, I really don't want to go to this park for this reason. Or, you know, oh, I could get a dining reservation at this park, but I'm stuck going to this park and there's no dining reservations that I want available. Again, you know, it's kind of that whole thing of I spend more money in a weird way with my annual pass than I did the other way because, like, uh, now I'm not going to the park that I wanted to go to and drop some money on my dining because I can't go to that park because I have a reservation at the other one and I can't get dining at that one. So counter service for me. And kind of backing that up would be the park hopping thing. Is I mean, first of all, get exactly. rid of the two o'clock thing because I mean, I, I remember we went down a couple summers ago with Mallory's friend. Like we couldn't get her a theme park reservation at the Magic Kingdom. So we had to get, we all had them because we had different le- levels of, I got an annual pass, they had Magic Way tickets. We all had annual passes. She had a Magic Way ticket. We had to take her all over to Animal Kingdom, check her in, bring her back to the, that was stupid. I mean, I'm sorry. Yes. That was so dumb. Like we wasted an hour and a half and all this effort. I mean, is that yes. going to make anybody happy? No. Just so we no. can spend the afternoon and evening at the Magic Kingdom. So that, that's what I would do immediately. Just boom. Just make it. They've done it for decades. It, I know it's. It can be done. I mean, get real. It, they can do this. You're Disney. Like, you're Disney. You can do this. I, I have faith in you. Okay, Scott, give a second one. I won't go so long next time. All right, so my next one, this is a simple one, Mike and Ricky, and something that needs to be done. So I'm bringing in my leadership team, you know, as the as Mike put it, the CEO of theme parks and resorts. And I'm saying, guys, we need to work with our custodial team to never let a trash get super full that is like the nastiest thing to me when i'm walking in through the parks or even like a resort and i see this trash bin that's super full and just oozing out of trash nope yes we're gonna make our parks clean they're gonna be beautiful and we're gonna just work harder maybe i just add more staff if, if that's what's needed if it's a staff issue but we're gonna do our absolute best to make sure a trash can is never overflowing in any theme park trash bin throughout the whole resort theme parks resorts you name it they're not overfull. Hundred yeah, percent. I, I mean, because that—that was one of those things that 
like when I first started going to Disney, like what you read about in guidebooks and what you heard from like people in your community that were just kind of casual Disney people's like, oh, you'd never see a full trash can at yeah. Disney parks. Like you never see a dirty bathroom. Like you could eat off the floor in the bathrooms at, at Walt Disney World. Like seriously, that's what we heard here. Like I mean, that was like yeah. the that's what you heard about Disney Park. So you didn't hear about the rides. Like oh man, it's right. so clean. It's not Six Flags. You know, yeah. now we're gonna make we're we're gonna get it clean with my new custodial group, Mike. We're gonna right. do it and we're it. gonna reward them. We're gonna pay them. We're gonna respect them. Yeah. We're going to let them know that they matter. You know, everybody, yeah. every cast member, because cast member morale goes to guest experience. A hundred, yeah. it's hand in hand. It does. Hundred percent. Okay, Ricky, give the second one. Go ahead. So I think that um, you know another thing that I think people want to see is more. Um, unique park merchandise. Um, and I think that that's, again, another really easy thing that they could do. Another really easy lever that they can pull. Um, you know, they can start, and I know that some of it has been, you know, it's been hard to get merchandise and I get that. Um, but you know, unique theme park merchandise, um, park specific merchandise, um, you know, resort specific merchandise. I know that they have some stuff, but it's not like a lot. Um, and I feel like, you know, again, if you start to increase the amount of merchandise that you're getting, giving people choices of, you're going to start seeing people buying more of your merchandise. So I feel like that's a really easy lever that they could quickly, again, facilitate that would allow for, you know, again, it's another revenue stream that actually adds revenue to your park, you know? So I feel like that would be a really good thing. You know, look at the, the, the craziness behind the popcorn buckets you know you've seen Seriously, just many 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 times of people just losing their everything for these popcorn buckets i mean you know they the genius thing they did actually with the mr toad one is that they at least made you mobile order it which i thought was the perfect way to do that like seriously like mobile order don't make people stand in line for, for like they did for the figment one for seven hours like mobile order that popcorn bucket that was genius but you know they could start putting out those popcorn buckets, you know, uh, I mean, I get, you don't want to do it too much. Cause you know, it loses its appeal. But again, like look at everybody still losing their minds over the different popcorn buckets. Um, you know, I'm kind of sad that this year they don't have the jingle bell sipper. I was, I was kind of excited when it was the holiday season coming around. I'm like, yay, I can get another jingle bell sipper. And they don't have one this year. And so I was like, Oh, well, there's no pot that there's nothing that I really want this year. So I'm not really, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm not really looking forward to any of these. So, you know, it's, it's just, I feel like if they started to increase the, the merchandise and make it a little more unique, you know, I keep buying the Epcot merchandise that I see, you know why? Because it's unique. It's different. It's, it's, it's Epcot specific. So, um, you know, I, I just feel like that's something that they need to get back into is not homogenizing everything. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of that, if we could go back to having actual Disney stores, I know that's going to cost them some money because the rent to having a Disney store is expensive. But like, seriously, can I just tell you, like we have the Disney store in our Target. It is absolute garbage. It is nothing. And, um, you know, they, they don't actually they don't really have much merchandise at all, um, let alone anything for adults. Like it's all kids stuff. I mean, you know, and I get it. It's the kids section of Target. But, you know, like still like when they were doing it before. Um, and the, and the malls at the Disney store, like they were really starting to do a really good job of having actual like Disney merchandise for all age groups. Um, and I really did appreciate that at the time. So, 
you know, would I walk out with something every single time at that point? No, not necessarily, but I went in and browsed and that was the purpose of, you know, having those Disney stores is I don't really browse shop Disney very much at all. You know, I, I check on Disney dresses every once in a while to see if they go on sale. But other than that, like I'm not really shopping on shop Disney, um, hardly at all. So, you know, but I went to the Disney store every single time I went to the mall. Two so. things. I go on shop Disney once a year for the ornament exchange. That's where I get my yeah. ornaments because they get shipped out directly. And I haven't been in a target since COVID since they started that curbside, oh like mobile, well, cause of that mobile order thing. Right. Yeah. I go there, I go there two or three times a week, but I just order my stuff right there on my phone. I pull it in my parking spot. Boom. They bring it right out to my Jeep. I've got, that's the greatest that's thing ever. That is the greatest thing ever. Like I know COVID was terrible, but I have not had to go inside a target in like two and a half years. They just bring me whatever I want. It's the greatest. Is that going to be your new thing? Like, so I want to get some Olivia's, but I don't want to go in. Like, no, I'm right. delivery for the no, no, no. delivery for Olivia's. Olivia's has the thing on the wall that says Mallory, right? That's my kid. Yeah. I, like, dude, I love Olivia's. You got the Mallory, the Mallory salad. I would be like those Reggie Bush commercials for Wendy's. I'd be like living in Olivia's. Like, dude, I'd be like red shirting in Olivia's at this point. Like, I love, I, I love it. Like, they couldn't get rid of me. I'd be like a biggie bag. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia's. Okay, my next one, real simple. Magical express i'm telling you i work as a travel agent you want to make the guest experience better my number one question that i get every single day how do i get from the airport to walt disney world now every day all day that's my question just bring it back even if you gotta charge 10 bucks each way 20 bucks each way if you gotta pay for it you gotta pay for it but you know what you want to make people turn cartwheels and backflips yep make it complimentary again i mean i'm telling you what People would sing like the end of Charlie Brown Christmas. If you brought back complimentary Magical Express, you would, Bob Iger, there would be a statue of you next to Walt in the hub within six hours. I'm not kidding you. If they had to make Stop it Stop and kiss of, you again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stop okay, yeah, kiss. Again, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, bring back Magical Express. You would be a hero to all the, the commoners. I'm, it's simple. Nothing else to say. Scott, give number three. All right, so my third one. So... Sorry, Mike and Ricky, I'm I'm pulling some exclusive card here, but we kind of oh. do something for our DBC members in the theme ah. park. So, Mike, I know you you always talk about that's one of the most dedicated like I, guests in Walt Disney World. You should get welcome home every day. You should get welcome home. But I know you've all walked around the parks and you see like these DBC like kiosks, right, to like promote and sell Disney Vacation Club. Yeah, I, you but know what? I, I, I call them the sticker stands. <laughs> the sticker, yeah. What do you get when you go up to him? You get a sticker. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? We're gonna do something a little bit more for our DVC guests. We're gonna we're gonna have coolers by or like kind of stocking underneath. We're gonna have cold water in these kiosks. And if you come up to us and say hello and you show us like your DVC membership, we're gonna give you like bottles of water for your family as you're experiencing this hot day in the parks as a thank you for being a nice. DVC member. So so complimentary water for DVC guests as they're touring the parks. No, wait, whoa, whoa, hang on. Uh, I got to check this. Now, are you getting a bottle of water that costs five bucks in the parks? Or are you getting just like a little cup, like you get complimentary at a counter service restaurant? That's what true because it, well, there's there's those like eight ounce like small bottles too, yes. right? That yeah, that oh, yeah, little, yeah, little shorties. Yeah. You know, I know I'm the the new CEO. Like, I got to take it up to the big guy. I got to talk to Bob <laughs> Iger to see how much he wants to spend on these. But I think we're gonna get a great ROI because we might be able to push more DVC sales as we're hydrating our DVC members. Look at this guy. He's got the CEO nameplate and he's already throwing out ROI and all these terms. Yes. He's, he's in. He's like already got his corner office. 
love love this show. All right, Ricky, give your third. I love this. Okay. So my third one is again, something very simple. And it, as someone who doesn't stay on site, uh, this is surprising that I would actually mention this, but I think that we need to change back the evening extra magic hours to being inclusive of everybody staying on site. It does not need to be just deluxe and deluxe villa resort guests. It should be everyone. Everyone should have an equal opportunity if they're staying on site to get to experience extra magic hours because there's absolutely no reason that it should be just for deluxe resort members. There's just not. I mean, I know that the the parks are are pretty dead, uh, you know, for those members who who are staying at those resorts, you know, for those hotel guests. But like, it wasn't that bad before when it was everybody. So bring it back for everybody. You know, I think that's the only right and fair thing to do. And make it like the old days, three hours after park closing and just rotate. That would be ideal. But I mean, you know, again, that costs money. So, you know, you keep it the same way it is at least, but. But you're going to drive more people to stay on. Because the biggest thing people ask is, what are the perks to staying on property? property. You you got a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you that, and your magical express and magical express. I mean, exactly. Right. It all gets back to it. It doesn't cost some money. It makes some money. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just how you look at. It. Okay, it final is. thing because today's show's gonna be a little shorter because obviously people are you know having the holiday weekend. My last thing is immediately announce one e ticket and one kind of like C or D ticket attraction for yeah. all four theme parks because what is the thing that you're seeing on social media? is lines like i mean the lines are long and you know you don't solve that with genie plus you don't solve that with lightning lanes individual lightning lanes those are just band-aids and those are just people buying their way through a problem the way you solve lines is more attractions more things to do in the theme parks and i think you do have to have the e-ticket attraction to get people excited because then you can put that stuff in the commercials and you can get people really and i'm not saying you can't do it because like oh we got tron coming we got moana you know coming to epcot so what we two more in every park because you know and, and i know it sounds like i'm like wanting the eisner disney decade again but i am i mean how exciting was it to be a disney fan during that time there was always something there was a new hotel there was a new attraction there were new theme parks i mean it was awesome. even a couple of years ago was exciting you know you went to d23 you had a bunch of stuff announced now granted a lot of it got cut because covid and you know we're definitely not getting all that epcot stuff we were supposed to be getting but like that was still an exciting time like you're like yeah i'm excited about all this stuff that's coming and now there's like nothing so people jazz me travels back seize the day take the momentum take the risk i mean look universal are they building yep. a new attraction? No, they're Universe building a theme coming. park. They're building a theme yep. park. Like, come on. Yep. Like, we can get a couple rides in every theme park. You got to do it. Like, seize the momentum. I, Go after it. I know I'm I'm in the minority with this, but Disney does not need a fifth theme park. No. Th- this plus is, the this ones is a terrible have. idea. I know people want to see them build a fifth theme park. They do not need a fifth theme park. What they need is exactly what you mentioned, Mike. They need more attractions in the parks that they have to spread out the crowds in those parks. Because, you know, adding a fifth theme park isn't going to do a lot to, like, really spread out the crowds. Because people are still going to flock to... Where do people flock to? They flock to the Magic Kingdom. They're not only flocking to Animal Kingdom. I mean, we all know, like, that's kind of the, you know off to the side like i'm even me like i like animal kingdom and i still forget to go there half the time you know like i'm always like 
like even this weekend, I don't have a, I don't have in mind to go to Animal Kingdom this weekend. So, you know, like you got to build up the other parks that need like extra love. So, you know, don't build a fifth one. You're not ready for that. <laughs> just well, keep plus, going in the parks that you have. It, it just makes like, you know, it's a huge expenditure to build two attractions in each theme park. However, it is. You don't have to build the infrastructure if you add them to those theme parks. You already have the, the parking lots. You have the back of house. You know, you have a lot of the stuff that you, you know, like it's, it just makes sense. And it gets everybody jazzed. Like it, it, it's going again. So anyway, that was our edition of if we were the CEO of theme park experience for the, the commoner. And that's kind of what we are. I mean, we're just, we are Disney theme park fans. We've talked about this stuff for years here on the show. And you've hung out with us. You've shared on social media with us. You've listened to our shows. You know, we're all in this together. So now we want to hear on social media this weekend what you would add. And then if we have a live show Sunday night, we may or may not. It's my birthday and I'm going out of town for the football game. But if not, we'll do this the next Sunday night when Scotty's back and we'll have a good conversation. But we definitely want to hear what is most important to you. What would you immediately change to not affect the uh, revenue streams, but also just to make the experience better? Scott said it best on Wednesday. Just have the cast members say welcome home to the DVC. Like that is something that is immediate and quick. Just remind everybody, say that to every DVC guest every time. It makes a difference. Or, or just any guest. Like, cause it's, you don't have to be DVC for that to be your home. I know. Right? Cause I, you know I've mean? stayed DVC yeah. and I'm not DVC. Like, but sometimes I stay like in a villa just on cash mm -hmm. and like, I hear it and it makes me so happy. Like I, I love it. Like, I feel like I'm cheating them, but like, I love it. It makes me happy. Or even just saying like, hello to every guest. Like when I come through the turnstile, like just like a nice little greeting as I enter the magic kingdom, because sometimes you're using your magic band. It gets like all like clustered, you know, and all that. And then, then you just go by and no one even acknowledges you. Like, I like that. Hey, I hope you have a great day today at the Magic Kingdom. Just like those small little things. For me personally, I think a lot of guests will be the same way. It just goes a long way. Right? Absolutely. All right. So we're going to wish you a great holiday weekend. It's still continuing on here on Black Friday. So don't forget, again, our shows are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out at themagicforless.com. We'll help you plan a great Disney vacation to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney to swing by themagicforless.com today. Also, again, please use our Amazon affiliate link as you do that shopping this holiday season. It really does help us out. I know I say that, but it really, really does. So if you could bookmark that, put that up on your toolbar, and use it as often as you shop. It just takes you right back to the Amazon site. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a special thank you to the patrons of the show. You guys are awesome, and you support us each and every month. You get that uh, bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week, so thanks for that. Come on over and join us, patreon.com slash Podcast. Follow Scott on the social media again, Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. I'm at Br Guest Mike. We're going to have lots of content this weekend, so make sure you're following us. We may or may not have a live show on Sunday, so follow on the social media. I'll give you a heads up on Sunday for that. But if not, we'll have the shows next week and we'll have a live show next Sunday as we uh, take your calls, as we do. So a couple of announcements. Don't forget, H-O-W-E-L-L-M-I-Z and Roll Tide. So stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.